Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, bed crimers. As always, I wish you the best. To anyone new here, a warm welcome. Thank you for checking out my channel. Let me just ask that after listening to or watching this video, if you learned something or enjoyed it, please do me a favor and smash that like button. Now let's dig in. Happy Friday, everybody. Hope you're all doing really well. Today, I want to chat a little bit more about that latest police body cam footage from October 14th of 2022 when suspect Brian Koberger was pulled over on the campus of WSU for going through a red light. This video is the first time that we can hear his voice clearly and see his face up close. The video with his dad in the car was muffled, and it was hard to hear Brian's voice. In this newly released video, we can definitely hear his voice, see how his mouth moves when he speaks, look clearly at his eyes, and get a feel for his overall demeanor and vibe. Thus, these few minutes of footage are really fascinating. And I have to say, seeing his face appear in the lower right-hand side of the screen, peeking out from the driver's seat, was sort of startling because his eyes are so wide open. It's important to note that this video shows him exactly one month before he allegedly committed the grisly crime in Moscow, Idaho. Note that by this point in his life in Pullman, Washington, he'd already gotten into hot water with at least one professor in the criminal justice department, where he was studying and also working as a teaching assistant. He'd already had a verbal altercation with Professor John Snyder, whom he was assisting. That altercation occurred on September 23rd, roughly a month before this traffic stop. Koberger also received, or was about to receive, an email from a professor about the ways in which he was failing to meet the expectations the department had for teaching assistance. Koberger hadn't yet been fired, but he was clearly already screwing up. PhD candidates typically strive to have a healthy professional rapport with those who may be approving their future dissertations. This is Brian's first semester at WSU. He should be walking on eggshells at this point and aiming to impress. He wasn't. He was making derogatory comments about females. He was allegedly grading his female students more harshly than his male students. It's interesting that he was sort of allowing his freak flag to fly at WSU, allowing misogynistic comments to fly out of his mouth. And yet, in this interaction with a female police officer, he's somewhat deferential. He definitely doesn't spout off. But he is a tad passive-aggressive if you really look at it. Note that right after the officer tells him, I think you know why I stopped you, you ran a red light. He doesn't just sit there and listen. Instead, he uses his favorite word, actually. And he tells her she's wrong. Not in so many words, but by using actually, that's what he's saying. He replies, and I quote, what 
actually happened was I was stuck in the middle of the intersection. So he's denying driving through a red light, and he's basically saying, I didn't have any choice. Then she has to counter him with, technically, you're not supposed to enter the intersection at all for that reason, because if the light turns red, then you're stuck in the intersection. Then you run the red light, so that's why I stopped you. The officer then asks him for his license. He hands over a bunch of papers, and then he asks for more of an explanation about the traffic violation, and he asks what would be the appropriate thing for me to do when I'm in the intersection like that. So we could say this is him just asking politely for clarification, or we could say he's being passive-aggressive, and saying, so what should I have done, lady, when I was already out there? And really, she already told him, you're not supposed to block the intersection. Stay behind the crosswalk lines until you see that you have an opportunity to carry out the left turn and make it through the intersection. She's exceedingly patient with him. I've been pulled over for speeding tickets in my reckless youth, and I can tell you one male officer I interacted with would have been letting me have it at this point if I had questioned him the way Brian is questioning this officer. By the way, he says actually at least three times during this interaction. So we can interpret his behavior in different ways. Some say he's being exceedingly polite, some of us see passive-aggressive behavior here. What I think we can all agree on is that he can change his spots as needed. He didn't want a costly traffic ticket, so he pulled out the red carpet, polite version of himself. This must be the same version of Koberger that the female staff at a medical facility raved about after the crime when they came out to say he turned up for a routine medical appointment and was very polite, and the same Brian Koberger who managed to get a letter of recommendation from that professor at DeSales University for the PhD program. This makes me wonder why he couldn't maintain that polite facade while working as a teaching assistant at WSU. Can he only be polite and charming in short bursts? He wants something, like to get out of a ticket or to get a letter of recommendation. But when he has to interact daily over a long period, do his true colors eventually come out? Back to the traffic stop. I do feel that he speaks a lot and more than necessary during this stop. He asked a ton of questions about why exactly he was pulled over, what exact traffic violation he committed, and what he should do the next time he finds himself back in that same situation, even though she basically said, don't find yourself in that same situation again. He also overshares information about himself, telling the officer where he's from, how rural it is in his hometown, what the laws are in Pennsylvania. This could be construed as word salad, and I sort of see it as an attempt on his part to maybe bond a little with the officer, as in the old Stockholm Syndrome, where a hostage develops a psychological bond with his or her captor. I see Koberger trying to interact enough with the officer so that she walks away with a good feeling about him, that he's very interested in making sure he understands the law and that he follows it. 
I think he hopes that if he can convey this to her, she may be less likely to write him a ticket. And that's exactly what happens. He manages to schmooze his way out of the ticket, and he only gets a warning. Note that at the one minute, nine second mark, he emphasizes a point, and when he does, he opens his mouth and shows his teeth. He says the words, and then they put on. Look at his mouth when he says, then. In that mouth movement, I can see why he's not a chick magnet. His emphasis on then said it all. Just my opinion. And we also have to talk about his eyes. They are not pools of warmth, at least to me. I see a blankness there. Now, maybe this is because he doesn't blink often during the interaction, and he never smiles either, so there's no crinkling of the eyes. In addition, his pupils don't seem to dilate very much, and apparently not blinking a lot, and one's pupils not dilating when they see something scary or when a person's in a stressful situation may be signs of someone with psychopathy. I need to look more into the blinking and the pupil stuff, I think it's really interesting. So what do you guys think? Watch the video now with the sound and think about all that we discussed here. Then let me know in the comments if you agree, disagree, and if you see something I didn't notice. Until the next time on Bed Crime Stories and happy Friday. Now watch the video with sound right here. Hello, Officer. I am Officer Loangus. Stops being audio and video recorded. I think, I, know, I think you know why I stopped you. You ran the red light. What actually happened was I was stuck in the middle of the intersection. Yeah, so I was, I was behind you the whole left. time. Yeah. Yeah. So technically you're not supposed to enter the intersection at all for that reason, because if the light turns red, then you're stuck in the intersection, and then you're on the red light. So that's the reason I stopped you. Do you have your license on you? Do you have the registration and insurance? Yes. You just get this for you out. You what? I'm just gonna get this out for you. Okay. So can you? Would you? Explain that to me a little bit further. So in Pennsylvania, when you're stuck like, in their intersection, mm -hmm. you have to make the left. So what would what would the appropriate thing for me to have done? Not, just just you're not supposed to block an intersection like that in Washington. So the just by you blocking the intersection, that's technically a ticketable violation, and then thus then you're running a red light. So it's another ticketable offense. So you're not supposed to proceed into the intersection until you can go because a lot of people do what you just did right is like you're sitting in the intersection yeah. waiting and then it turns and then you're blocking so yeah there was a little <laughs> bit of confusion with speeding because someone had stopped i wasn't sure what they were doing and then they put on their light to turn mm -hmm. so i thought that maybe they were letting me go through oh did you see that no mm -mm. yeah like right before i made the turn there was someone who like, made a right they didn't have their you know, their signal on, so I wasn't sure if they were just waiting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I would just advise uh, just don't enter the intersection until you can go so you don't get stuck. Um, let's see. 
But in that situation, the best thing to do then would be back up. And not... I don't know if there's a best thing to do in that situation, because you're either going to back up into somebody, or you're going to run a red light. So, or you're going to be sitting in an intersection. There's not really a great option there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I was just slightly into the crosswalk, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, where I'm I'm from Pennsylvania, we Mm -hmm. actually don't have, like, crosswalks. Oh, So even if if you're kind of slightly... They have, there's a little bit more leeway as well. Like, there are a few lines. Like, there's one white line and there's another one in mm-hmm. front. Like, there's, like, a, like a certain yeah. margin from which you can actually kind of put your vehicle, place your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I know laws vary state to state, but there is a law yeah. in Washington for blocking an intersection like that. Proceeding through when yeah. it, you don't... Um, when you're just stalling. I forget the actual verbiage. I can find it for you, but it's like stalling, blocking, an intersection. Yeah. I'm just curious about uh-huh. the law. I don't mean to... Oh, no, yeah, I yeah, can find it for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, um, one second. That looks good on a Hyundai. I don't see Pennsylvania registration, like, at all. Okay, let's see. Expires November 22nd, or 2022. Okay. Yeah, okay, that looks good. I'll hand that back to you. I'm just going to go check your info. I'll try to find that uh, RCW, the law for you, and I'll be right back. Thank you. All right. Last of Co. Burger, King, Ocean, Henry, Boy, Edward, Robert, George, Edward, Robert, First of Brian, Boy, Robert, Young, Adam, Nora, Middle C, Charles, State of Birth, 112194, near Washington. Should be an Elantra reason. Copy on my B, it actually says the day I'm above my bed.
Okay, so I found it. So I don't know what in Pennsylvania the where you go to find laws, but in Washington it's called the Revised Code of Washington. So I'll try to turn my brightness up, but um, it's basically it's just called an RCW. So it's RCW 46.61.202. So it's no driver shall enter an intersection unless there is significant space on the other side of the intersection. Um, to accommodate the vehicle, he is operating without obstructing the passage of other vehicles, despite any traffic control signals, signal indications to proceed. So you had a green light, so you're thinking you can go, but you're blocking the intersection. Yeah. So that's, um, if you're ever curious in any laws in Washington, uh, just revised code of Washington. Um, so I'm not writing a ticket or anything like that today. I understand you're from Pennsylvania, but in the future, don't proceed through the intersection you can't get stopped yeah. for that alone um, unless you can clearly just clear it right away. Okay. So, um, so that basically, I understand. I've, you're just supposed to wait behind the yeah. the white line. Drivers do it all the time. Um, but it never even occurred to me that that was actually something wrong. But I, yeah. well, except for the fact that I was blocking the crosswalk, mm -hmm. which is what yeah. I went through. And states vary a lot of, yeah. from laws. Like Pennsylvania might not even have that law, but in Washington we do. I, I'm actually just from a very rural area, mm -hmm. so we just don't have crosswalks. Oh. Unless I visit an area where there are crosswalks, gotcha. and then it's it's not very frequent. Yeah. yeah I, I do apologize if mm -hmm. I was asking you too many questions about the mm -hmm. law. I wasn't trying to, like... No, no, no. Not at all. Like, I understand so. you're not from here, so yeah. um, if you don't... A lot of people don't know a bunch of laws. Like, I only know it because this 